This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today welcome back initiates to the mythos mysteries a live play pulp cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings i am hp helmfirth your host on this journey into darkness The mystery punchers are on their way to a motel identified by the severed hand of Benny Jones as the place to avenge Adrian Diesel. Richter was forced to take the wheel when mobsters attacked their car, Red eliminated their attackers with explosive bullets, and young Caddy was horrified to discover that Tracy is a murderer. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. The Mystery Punchers are about a bad bit of business on their way to confront the murderer of Adrian Diesel, bringing with them young Caddy Sprinkles, who is very confused about uh, what has happened to his friend, uh, is both excited and likely a bit spooked at what has happened to his other friends. Uh, But the most blatant one, I mean, Benny seems on the level. He's just given out helpful hints. Uh, But... uh, Things uh, things are not uh, how how 
you left them and uh the people you thought you were protecting uh that day in the church um caddy uh have have grown to be something quite different altogether uh red uh it is you've carried guilt with you for a long time uh now guilt wears the face of a cat and is constantly reminding you of uh the twists and turns your life have taken well you aren't ashamed of who you are or, or what you do um there is something just fucking sharp about someone pointing out in stark contrast who you were frozen in time 16 years ago and doing like a checklist to see what is true and what is not mm-hmm. uh puts everything in in rather stark contrast um and of course uh old man richter a demon is in your car it is attacked red once and will likely not stop until it is satiated whatever dark hunger it has yep. some people would argue this is true of all cats uh <laughs> but in this case in particular you feel like there might be something more afoot or a paw if you will so and i won't okay good so just a foot Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. Uh, that's the episode. Uh, go fuck yourselves. Um, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you you know, know, it's true. I gave you the I option. Won't. Yeah. 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 Shant. Um, so the three of you are uh, in a, a tense uh, situation. Uh, your car is slowly dying. It's doing that uh, thing that cars and movies do where like, it, you know, there's like sputtering coming out from under the hood, dark smoke billowing out of the many dents. Um, a, a series of postcards and love letters, uh, as well as like bill payments and other such things, uh, just shredded, um, sort of uh, blowing around uh, the the cab of the car. Um, and uh, in the distance, on the horizon, uh, you can see uh, a massive sign uh, for uh, the uh, Bonnie Parker Motel. You'll never guess who the proprietor is. Steve. Stephen King. <laughs> um so um Crowiptoin is the proprietor. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, you caught me. Shit. <laughs> Roll furniture if I guess. We're doing this. Um so you have a, a few moments as you uh approach the uh the Parker Motel. Um is there any prep you want to do? Would you come up with a plan? Or is the group so fractured at this point that you just kind of got to, not fractured, but tense that you just got to go and do what you do? Tom, from Benny's blood note on the floor, was there like a room number or did it just give the address of the motel? Just gave the address. Uh, it was a tremendous amount of work uh, for him to write that and the clue that would, um, I mean, it's also important to remember that Benny has so little context for most of what's going on in the world <laughs> that he's kind of like, I can give you this much. Yeah, and he got um, tackled in the middle. So he had a journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, this is a, uh, like a, again, like a 1930s motel. So it's, um, we're going to say this one's two stories, um, but it really is just kind of uh, vaguely Bates Motelli in as much as it's a really un. Uh, just kind of an uninspired. Actually, I feel like it's got to be single level. I don't think they had double level in the 30s. So single level motel. Um, just like it's got walls and a roof. That's kind of what you get, um, sort of deal. Um, but uh, yes, from here, um, it's sort of a, a flat um, straightaway to the motel. 
uh, even from here, you can see there are, are very few cars uh, parked there. It would seem that uh, the mobsters who slammed into you were the fastest of the bunch, uh, if indeed an SOS went out. Um, but it looks like uh, you have the advantage since you murdered the shit out of them last episode. Great. Uh, uh, and Ryan, sorry, uh, sorry, Claire, uh, to your question, I would say there are probably, uh, we'll say uh, eight rooms in a row. And then like a little office where cool. Stephen I think- King apparently works. I think Caddy wouldn't be talking. He'd be listening, but he'd be eyeing the rooms trying to figure out if he could tell which one might have the guy in it. Odds are they wouldn't have a car if he teleported. So he's probably looking at rooms without cars. Um, okay, so from this distance with your, what do your cat eyes see? Um, <laughs> can you roll me a spot hidden, please, sir? Yes, I can. That is an Ooh, I'm going to spend two luck to make it an extreme success. Ooh. Man, it's, this whole string of episodes has just been like a 90s Dorito ad. It's been so extreme constantly. Um, cool, man. Uh, you can see, um, yes, there's, uh, we'll say two cars parked outside um, uh, rooms uh, two and six. Um, as well as um, sort of an old uh, an old pickup truck that is parked uh, near the office. Um, in terms of at this distance, I would say for those of us without the keen senses of uh, of an animal, um, still difficult to see. Uh, but Caddy, um, uh, you're able to pick up that uh, there is a a rather obvious blood smear. Um, on the door of room three. Um, you also notice that uh, the car outside of two uh, seems dented, which in and of itself isn't that strange, uh, except that it's the roof that is dented. Hmm. Mm. Okay, I think then as soon as Caddy can run faster than the car, and he's like a fast cat, he's just blitzing out of the open windshield. All right. Caddy away! Um, Red, you watch Caddy leap onto the dashboard and uh, sort of like spring off the moving vehicle. Um, Richter, is the saboteur getting away? I think getting him away from Red is actually good because, you know, if, if Richter deals with this creature, there's a good chance Red will just murder him. And he's he's completely acutely aware that red could just kill the shit out of him Mm. and so he needs to he needs to figure out kind of the 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 social dynamic going on right now like clearly red has an attachment to this creature it has enchanted her enthralled her or just straight up like lied to her well enough that she is buying in uh to what is obviously to richter some kind of ruse, some mm-hmm. kind of trick. Um, and for a man who's been so impressed by by Red's tricks and deceptions to this point, yeah, to see her taken in by someone else's ruse is is quite something. Begrudgingly, got to give credit where it's due, you know. Yeah, I yep. I I hate you, small cat, but god damn it, do I respect <laughs> you. <laughs> um, so Tyler, do you think you would actively do anything to try and persuade her, possibly with the skill persuade? 
Um, or is this still an observation piece? Where do you think you're coming at this problem from? Um, I think, <laughs> uh, Claire, if your kind of uh, look that you just gave at at um, Caddy running off was any indication, um, I would maybe take the opportunity to, to kind of like talk you down from being concerned for the cat um, and say, uh, um, um, Red, it, it is all right. Let let him go. Uh, he's he appears as a, as a cat to to anyone who's not looking closely. He will be much much safer than you or I. Richter, I'm not concerned for his safety. I am concerned about the fact that he is probably going to go warn that man in that room that we are coming. So if you don't mind... Why would he help him? Because he, because he's 12 years old, Richter. I will run him over. We'll silence him forever. It's... And she just fixes you with a look and says, and that... I was going to apologize for putting my fingers around your neck. Well... But I will do it again if you suggest that one more time. All right, I can tell we are not ready to cross page. that bridge yet. I will, I will uh, leave it be for now. But do pay attention. All right, it has been once already that this uh, creature has uh, foiled your attempts uh, uh, to protect us and to to survive. Uh, first, this uh, the shooting in the car chase, and now he's running off to, to warn this man. I, I, I will say nothing more, but I, I, I see a, a completely different side of this creature than you do. It's a cat, Richter. It's just a cat with Adrian Diesel's... You know what? Let's just go. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cat, and then there's a little asterisk, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so with, um, sort of, uh, uh, that gray sky of, of low lying cloud that you can only ever really get, um, kind of, uh, like you see it on the East coast, you see it on the West coast, uh, coasts, um, just kind of rolling in, um, red, you floor it, uh, gripping the, the wheel, uh, and the car continues to not move as fast as, is that at, like, it's like the lean in grip, like stomp and the car's just like, um car twitter would know how to fix it but they ain't here so you two are are just no i mean they they did actually that's a story for for another day um but uh yeah you're just putt-putting towards the uh motel as the speedy cat takes off caddy uh you are on on paw um booking it towards the motel what's uh what's going on in your head what's your plan well, I think there's a moment of excitement because a Addy's never been this fast or mm-hmm. this low, so this is like riding in a very fast go kart, and he appreciates that greatly. Mm. Uh, his plan is he's got to warn this guy because a Red is a murderer, but Tracy was a good person, so he can't just call the police or Tracy will go to jail forever, and he can't turn Red back into Tracy. Where that's, that's who who Tracy would want, so he's got to tell this guy to run away. So that she she can't murder him and then get in more trouble. So he's got to warn this guy. So his plan is to just run up to that like blood smeared door three, and jump and try to pick the lock with his finger claw to go in and oh. warn the guy. Um, okay, 
Uh, I need a spot hidden, please. And then you can go ahead with your uh, lock pick. That is a success. Um, as you're running, um, you're again, just, I think enjoying, uh, the, the, the sensations and also just like the heightened senses and everything else, um, for split second, um, you, you actually see someone, uh, leave room six, uh, and start walking towards their, their car. Um, it's a figure, uh, like a family. It's like, uh, two sort of like a, a man and a woman and, um, a couple of kids, all of them are wearing um, long brown coats. So sort of that classic like raincoat, uh, trench coat piece. Um, she's got a phenomenally large floppy hat on, um, which is a detail I think that would completely elude um, Caddy. Um, the guy looks like a detective though, because he's got a fedora. So that's kind of cool. Um, but the guy kids with them. So that kind of ruins the potential for any spy hijinks. Um, but as you you see them kind of making their way to their car, they don't seem to be related to what you're doing right now. So like it's not a huge huge deal. Um, as you're running past the car on your way to the lock, though, um, out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see hooves. Um, but before your brain can register really what what that means, uh, you were like mid spring, so it's just full cat flying through the air as they they this family kind of piles into their car. Um, you land on the door by the lock. However, you have just seen this. Do you want to pick the lock and try and warn Donnie Splinter what's coming? Or do you want to try and observe this family as they as they leave? I think he's a little kid, so he's not that smart. So I think he'd probably try to do both, but just means he's doing both poorly. Okay. So give me a, another spot hidden, please, and a lock pick. However... I'm going to give you disadvantage on both. So roll the 10 twice and pick the worst on both. I are, I have advantage on spot hidden naturally because I'm keen. So that means so it'll just, just a straight. Be, yep. Okay. Yeah, so for the spot hidden, that is a fail <laughs> by very little, but I will allow it. Uh, <laughs> I need that last seven luck. Uh, and then the other was disadvantage for lock pick which is also a fail. So I'm just a cat hanging off a door, looking backwards, not seeing anything and failing to pick a lock. Um, you see you see them pile into the car and uh, you hear uh, one of them say, hey, mom, look at the cat. Uh, and uh, she just says, oh, not now, Thatcher, get in the car. We've got to go see your cousins. Um, and with the, the, the slam of the doors, uh, the, the car uh, ignites and the, uh, the headlights just hit you, uh, blinding you for a moment. Uh, and the car uh, pulls out and uh, drives away. Um, yeah, they were just people, stupid, focus on the door. Uh, as you are distracted, though, uh, another car pulls in very slowly. Um, as uh, Red and... Um, Richter, as you begin to pull up, um, a, uh, a a sort of like a, a slight man uh, with sort of a small nose, uh, large glasses, and just kind of a, a mop of hair uh, with a cane kind of opens the, the door from the office, and it just says, uh, uh, well, uh, hello there, officers. Uh, what seems to be the trouble? <laughs> oh, sorry. I think I was... Right. Um... He starts walking towards uh, the police car. Right. <clears throat> uh, she will just open the door 
um, and just say, uh, there's no trouble, sir, but I promise there will be if you don't let us pass. Yikes. Uh, can you roll an intimidate, please? Yes, I can. Oh, no, I can't. Jeez. <laughs> I remember that Adrian was the threatening one. You were the charming one. Yeah. Oh, I no. will remember you. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, Kat, can you? What? When I see you again. <laughs> yeah, I run. <laughs> Oscar. No, no, that's, that's a fail. Uh, ironically, uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, Kat's, or sorry, uh, Claire's cat Gandalf literally just walked in front and ruined the role, which is so pitch perfect for this scenario. Like, chef's yeah. kiss. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, he his eyes narrow and he says, um, uh, he just kind of like opens his jacket. Uh, to reveal um, a shotgun that uh, his hand was resting on. Everyone looks at the cane. They never expect the shotgun. Um, And he just kind of like lifts it very casually, but um, uh, just kind of one of those little double barreled uh, one handed jobs uh, from the cover of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, And he just uh, says, uh, listen, I asked you something politely and around these parts, generally speaking, I try and respond politely now there could be trouble you're absolutely right uh it's been a while since i've seen a cop from helmforth around here but i'm pretty sure they don't dress like either of y'all so i think i'm gonna need some answers or i'm gonna need you to just move right along we don't need any more trouble than we've already seen here today and then he just clicks the the hammer suggestively well sir i'm from boston and frankly there's a lot more trouble there than Hamforth could ever show you. So I'm going to take this man, and she gestures toward Richter in the car. He's in the back seat. He's in a bathrobe. His nose is bleeding. His hair is disheveled. And he says, don't trust the cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, I rolled a 98. So I rolled a fumble. Uh, so, so Stephen King looks from um, Red to Richter and uh, his shoulders slump a bit and he's like you know I moved away from Derry to avoid shit like this alright look whatever you're about just try and keep it clean I've already had to clean up some well you know what Looking at the state of your car, I think I'm, I'm asking too much. Might be time for me to hit the road. Might be time for me to move to Maine. And one day maybe have a grandson who could be named after me. Stephen with a V King. An original character. Well, goodbye. And he just like, goes back inside the office, closes the door, and just flips the sign to closed. Uh, and you can hear the clacking of a, of a typewriter. Great. Uh, and she's going to, you know, take her hand off the pistol that she was about to try to whip him in the head with. And uh, and just kind of, I think her gaze will go to the cat clinging on to door number three. Hang in there, Addy. Yeah. And just kind of be like, all right, let's get this shit done. And uh, um, without waiting to see if Richter's following, she's just going for the door. 
right. Oh, uh, I think at that point, Caddy's just fucking screaming then. He's just like, they're going to kill you, mister. You need to run. Ren's here with Richter. They're going to kill you. The murderers are coming. Run. Then she's going to run to the door. Uh, well, I mean, look, as much as I enjoy all of you narrating the, the story <laughs> for me, uh, it will not surprise you that the villainous mobster responds uh, to that. Um as you uh, you start to run towards the door, uh, the door blows outward as a uh, shotgun blast tears through it from the other side. Dum-dums and dice would like to welcome you to Karth's Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. Karth's Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! Episodes are available now. I need a dodge from you, uh, Caddy, because, uh, you know, you know what they say about uh, no good deed unpunished? Success! <sighs> um... <laughs> Again, trans- Michael Bay Transformers, <laughs> you're just twisting as like shards of wood. Megan Fox is there and like the camera is just being real pervy around her. Um, and uh, whoever's replacing Shia LaBeouf in the next one is, is there too. Why not? Um, so the uh, the door blows outward um, and uh, you just hear um, like as as like red runs, like the door blows out. Uh, you managed to land like your back probably arches or whatever. And you hiss like, I don't know what, what, how cat like caddy is yet, but um, you have a quick reaction. And then just fucking around the corner comes red with pistols. And <laughs> from the blood soaked bed uh, in the motel room, um, Donnie splinter just sighs um, and coughs out blood. He looks fucking rough. Uh, he just wheezes out uh, uh, blood uh, and says, oh, fuck, that was meant for you. Oh, shit. Um, and he, his other arm seems limp and unusable. It's got, uh, like, uh, shells in it, um, but he's kind of trembling and uh, he just mutters, like, should have got those goat bastards to give me more God." damn ammo um red he uh he looks uh how to put this uh like the result of a japanese horror movie got to him um his skin is pallid um he has uh you know his his eyes are rimmed in black um he has a deep deep um like uh trenches clawed into his face uh, and perhaps most notably, um, he's he's gasping for breath, uh, and his throat is is purple, red, and uh, and dark. He's got blood all all the way down the front of his shirt. Uh, this is far more than the stabbing you gave him mm-hmm. by quite a bit. Um, and uh, yeah, he uh, 
he kind of like fumbles the bullets as you come in and is clearly kind of pooched. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so she's going to kick the bullets out of his hand. Fuck. And uh, she's she's going to grab him by his obviously very bruised throat. Um, he like wheezes in agony. Uh, great. You get the sense that his windpipe might be pretty well done. Great. Um, and she ju- she'll just say, uh, you don't deserve a quick death and you don't deserve a painless one. But if you tell me who did this to you and what the hell is going on and who you serve and why, perhaps it won't be an agonizing one, you son of a bitch. That's right, because we'll call the hospital to come get you. Uh, and, and he'd like to look for a phone. Um, there is one. Uh, it's off the receiver. Um, it is uh, soaked in blood. Uh, and on the other end, you can hear someone be like, hey, boss, boss, you okay? The, the fellas uh, th- should be there by now, boss. He'll Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Like, oh, no, the, the helper's she exploded. Sh- send an ambulance. Send she an ambulance. He's very phone. hurt. <laughs> ah! Uh, the phone explodes. Uh, Richter, you arrive in the door uh, to see this this gruesome sight. Um, red kind of Darth Vadering, uh, Donnie Splinter off the ground. Um, uh, Caddy just kind of like crouched, looking uh, guilty in a way only a cat can uh, near the exploded phone. Uh, do you do anything or are you going to let this play out? I'll go... Uh... I'll go be lookout. Yeah, this is right. this is kind of nothing for me right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, he uh, he just kind of grins uh, to reveal um, broken teeth, um, and uh, he just says, um, "Anything you could do to me would be a fucking gift." compared to what they did to me. Do you, uh, do you know what that knife you stuck me with does? In fact, I don't. Why don't you enlighten me? Uh, and there's just that look of like, every everything he says is costing him so much. He's like, okay. Look, the, uh, those weirdos in New York, the Gotham Crown. They set it up as a quick way to get to where you need to go, you know? But there were pages. You'd fall through pages. It's a weird fucking thing. I never liked it. When you stabbed me, I was on my way back to their office. But there was something in those pages that fucking grabbed me, and it did this to me. And he just kept screaming... No, not Addy, no. But then uh, something came up behind him, something big and scary before I could finish the job. And he threw me as hard as he could through the fucking pages. I didn't fall down. I fell sideways. Then I fell out of the fucking sky onto this fucking car. Now, luckily, I met some weird goat bastards who traded me a shotgun. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the goat people, but 
It's all that shit that the Gotham crown assholes brought down on this town. I just wanted to be a fucking mobster. You get that, right? Every word you say just puts a knife through my heart. Yeah, well, don't fall through a weird tunnel of pages, kid. It's a bad I've already scene. done it, and I'm still standing. A murderer and a liar, huh? Fucking figures. Listen, wow. lady, we don't need to drag this out. I told you what you need to know. Also, what's what's up with your cat? I, you know, I don't fucking care. Just get this over with, will you? Red, you can't kill him. You're just like him. You've done the same things. You're just on different sides. You're so similar. Killing him is like, he'd be right to kill you too. You've got to be the better person. Like you told me as a kid, you have to grow up to be a hero. I've grown up, Adrian. And, and you don't understand it, but this is for you. No, it literally is And she's going sh- to shoot him in the head. Uh, oh, fuck you, you lady. <laughs> blow out the back of his head um, and uh, let the body drop. Um, uh, Adrian, you are, uh, Caddy rather, you are splattered uh, with with blood um, as, uh, as this guy hits the ground. Um, in the office the blinds come down um, in addition to the, the closed sign. Um, and uh, Red, you, you look down at uh, the, the killer of, of Adrian Diesel and uh, you have, you have brought him vengeance, uh, but perhaps in doing so have either uh, helped prove a, a truth uh, to young caddy or broken something. Uh, you may have avenged one Addy, but lost another. Um, Richter, you flinch slightly as the gunshot goes off. I feel like that's still not a sound that you're like, used to or accustomed to. Yep. Um, also, cold-blooded vengeance. Again, you've kind of removed yourself from it, but it, it is it is an odd an odd thing. Um, you are. Um, sort of staring off uh, into the distance, trying not to pay attention to what's going on. Um, when a, uh, a massive pulse of red light erupts from Helmfirth in the distance, um, striking the sky briefly uh, and the clouds uh, begin to turn red, um, slowly spreading uh, like blood seeping through a white tablecloth. And uh, you feel something uh, hit your forehead as uh, a light rain begins. Um, absentmindedly, you wipe it away um, to find your your hand smeared with blood. There and sure is. enough, yeah. the the rain uh, goes from spitting to become a, a a steady rain, not quite a torrential downpour. Uh, as black lightning begins to arc across the sky. If you squint, you think you can see an eye. The gate is open and hell is here. Welcome to the finale of the Mythos Mysteries. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter. 
Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Fire Unfriendly, Logan, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep voice chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Uh, red pepper. That's yes, it. yes. <clears throat> In a world where something, something, something... That's the one? Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. That was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are? I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right you are. <clears throat> In a world... Oh, great. Normal. Uh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us... Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta... I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Imagine that. Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. (sighs) Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.